0: up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800 405 2561. 800 405 2561. That's 800 405 2561.
1: Get ready to grip it and rip it.
2: All right, let's move on. We got your offers, waiting.
1: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tee to Green, the golf show.
3: The show, by
1: golfers,
3: for golfers, and we've been doing it longer than anyone. It's Tee to Green, the golf show, and a road trip weekend. I'm Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Evans, and we are a long way from the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, our usual home, long way both in distance and in elevation. We're at 8,000 feet in Grand County, some three hours away from Colorado Springs and the Grand Elk Golf Course in Grandby, Colorado. Thanks for making what we do a part of your listening weekend. It's a Craig Stadler, Trip Davis design that opened back in 2002. It was rebooted under new owners and new management in 2013, and it is great. We came up yesterday, we played it yesterday afternoon, and we will talk about Grand Golf Course today with Grand Head pro Mike Ritter, who'll be joining us on the big show. We will also visit with Bill Holdamp. He is a member and a homeowner here in the Grand Elk community, and because he is a homeowner here, he is part owner of the golf course, which is owned and operated by the Grand Elk Homeowners Association. It's a unique arrangement. You don't see it many places, but it's working out great for both the golfers and the homeowners and the community of Granby here at the Grand Elk Golf Course, a 7,144-yard masterpiece that takes full advantage of the sweeping panoramic vistas, the undulating meadows, and natural wetlands forming the headwaters of the mighty Colorado River. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the
2: greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going
3: to do?
4: Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues.
3: It's America's longest running network radio golf show, T to Green, now on Sirius XM Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. I'm Jay Ritchie with Jerry Evans teeing it up with Bill Haldamp and Mike Ritter, next here on T to Green.
1: the world's premier resorts. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
3: Golfers listen because we speak their language every Sunday here on Key to Green. The Golf Show, the language is golf. We're on the road this weekend. It's a road trip weekend for the big show. Jay Ritchie and Jerry Evans from Grand B, Colorado, and the Grand Out Golf Course. And the only word that comes to mind, Jerry, is Grand because it's fantastic up here. It really is. We got a chance to play the course yesterday, and it was fantastic. I'll tell you this: this, this whole thing. It's just so gorgeous up here. You look and you see the mountains in the background and whatnot. Uh, It just makes you want to move here. (laughs) A lot of people are doing that. A lot of people have done that. I think you're right, yes. We came up yesterday from Colorado Springs, about a three hour drive north on I 25 to I 70, Highway 40, up and over to Winter Park and into uh, Granby and uh, stayed in Hot Sulphur Springs last night about 10 miles away, and uh, here we are today in the beautiful, the grill, the clubhouse at the Grand Elk, of course, and we, could, we couldn't be treated any better. No, we really can't, uh, to be what, and the food was really good. We had something to eat here yesterday, and, and uh, I tell you, the people are just so friendly, so kind, and... And uh, it was a great, so far it's been a great experience, and we're continuing that now on the program. Our host is Mike Ritter. He's here, Program. We're going to talk to Mike in just a little bit. Our first guest is ready to go, sitting right across the table from us here in the clubhouse. He's Bill Holdamp. He's a member and a homeowner here in the Grand uh, Grand Elk community. And Mike also tells me he's a rocket scientist too. So. Yeah, I, I read that. <laughs> okay, we're going to ask him about the apogee and the perigee of your your tea shots from you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if we can figure it out. <laughs> hey, go how you doing? I'm doing great this morning. How about yourself? Good. Good to see you. So, yeah, how long have you been uh, been around here in Grand in, in Granby?
5: Um, I actually bought my uh, lot up here in 2002 when the course opened, and um, built my house in. Start started building it in 2005 and completed it in 2006. I'm a part-time owner here. I mean, I'm a full owner. I'm a part-time uh, liver up here. <laughs> I live up, live up here uh, about half, half-time and then spend time down in Denver where my job is. Yeah. So, and,
3: and you work? You are, are you actually a rocket scientist? Well, yes, I am. I'm an aerospace engineer for Lockheed Martin. Okay. Well, I've got to know. Based on the fact that you are a rocket scientist, when you go out and play golf, and they've always told me it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how to play golf. <laughs> so I want to know, you being one, does it help?
6: <laughs>
5: I must admit, it really doesn't help one.
3: At least <laughs> <laughs> he's an honest rocket scientist, <laughs> too. too. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about an honest golfer, but <laughs> he's an honest rocket scientist. So uh, why? how why did you end up here? What's the story behind that? Right why did you pick this? This part of the state, yes,
5: yeah, so, um so I actually moved to Colorado in nineteen ninety five and uh, lived down in Denver area, and just fell in love with the mountains, always wanted to have a place in the mountains eventually retire um looked at a lot of places, Summit County further down south in uh, Colorado, but I really fell in love with this area one because at the time it wasn't very well developed um, I loved the the fact of proximity to Denver you can be down in Denver an hour and a half, you can be to the airport in two hours. And this location right here in Granby is very central to everything. I mean, we're, you know, halfway between Winter Park, halfway between um, Grand Lake. We've got four golf courses up here. We've got three lakes, Um, great fishing on the Fraser River.
3: It's just a beautiful place to be. Now, it's almost 8,000 feet here, and uh, I know there was maybe some early struggles uh, as far as the the golf course was concerned, but it was taken over by... uh, uh I believe the uh, Grand Oak Homeowners Association. That really was kind of a, a kickstart to, to get this place really going, wasn't it? I believe so. Um I said I've been
5: here since the beginning and uh we kicked off you know back in two thousand two on um, brand new golf course and uh the community was you know starting to uh build up. Um and then of course got hit with the recession and um things kinda came to a standstill. There was very little construction going on, play was down on the course. Um that we had a great opportunity in two thousand thirteen where uh, the owner of the course was not, no longer interested in keeping it, and so the HOA got
3: together, and we decided to buy the course. Now, you're, that makes you somewhat of a part owner in the golf course. Uh, by what percentage are you an owner? <laughs> I, guess, I guess you would have to divide up. by the a number of owners in here, which I think are a
5: couple hundred now. So, um, you know, small owner, but um, I definitely am one of the more active owners up here. I mean, I, I play golf on a very regular basis on this course.
3: That was a pretty big leap for you guys to go from homeowners in the community to taking over and owning and operating a golf course, was
5: it not? It it was, but, you know, we we have great staff around us, Mike Ritter and company, a lot of experience, and, uh, you know, the HOA is really more of an, uh, um, as a homeowner, you know, we um, allow them to run and operate the course, and we trust them and put that, you know, trust in their, you know, abilities to,
3: to do that. Well, they've really uh, the course is in magnificent shape, and of course, with the view of the mountains right in the background, it's got to be an enticing uh, place to come and play golf. Oh,
5: I I play golf. I, I travel quite a bit. I play golf all over, and um, you know, one of my favorite places is Hawaii. But I'll tell you, this is one of the most beautiful courses. It really is. I you know like I said 360 degree view of the mountains. Um, we're kind of in a alpine valley, but. I said, everywhere you look, you've got mountains, and when you see those snow-capped peaks in the early part of the season, and out
3: there on a beautiful day, it's just, it's just wonderful. We're with uh, Bill Holdam. He's a member of the Grand Elk Golf Club and a homeowner in the Grand Elk community here in Granby, Colorado. How, f- how far away is your house from the golf course? Um, my house
5: is actually just overlooks the ninth fairway. I'm not right on the fairway. I'm kind of across the street, but I've got a great view of the uh, ninth fairway and. I can actually see the, um, you know, the, the actual
3: pin for my, jack. So it's kind of nice. That is a great view. <laughs> <laughs> One would be certainly uh, jealous of that. That's for sure. Uh, as far as the the golf course is concerned, now uh, they, uh, I know it's uh, you, get, you know, some uh, weather with regard to winter and everything like that. Uh, is it tough during those times, or? or uh, do you guys uh, I mean, how do you utilize the golf course during the winter season?
5: yeah, it, you know we try to stay open as late as we can. Typically, we
3: stay open until about the middle of
5: October. we um, got to get everything prepped you know for the winter. Um, snow can come up early up here, and once the snow hits, then you know we're down until you know spring springtime. but um we can use the course for some other things um we've had um we've had some uh, snowshoeing activities, some cross country skiing uh... Grimmed you know the trails and stuff for that, so we we can make use of the course it gets um but obviously you know it's a heavy you know it's heavy uses during the summer.
3: What's your favorite thing about the golf course
5: I've, i i just, i just love the scenery I really do it's just a beautiful course at the same time I also find it a challenging course I think this is a a good course, and um I think all levels of play can play on this course but um we do have one of the toughest things is the element um we, we being in the valley, we can get a lot of wind up here sometimes, and the wind can be,
3: um, wreak havoc on your game. We, we experienced a little bit of that yesterday, yeah. but overall it probably helped our golf game, I think. We need to talk to you or our mic because it seemed like every hole we played, the wind was in our faces. So <laughs> we, need to, we need to see what's going on with that. Yeah. That's, I think that's true anywhere, right, when you play golf? Yeah, it seems so. Yeah, yeah it tends to work against you more than it helps, I think. Being as involved as you are, and, and the other members that are involved as as in the ownership group, has it brought the 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 uh, community together quite a bit? I
5: think so. I think there's a real sense of ownership, um, a lot of camaraderie in here. Um, everybody, um, most of the folks that live here, I said, obviously are golfers. I mean, we we have a few in ours, but you know, most people bought up here primarily for the golf course. Um, that was the anchor for this community, and uh, still is to this day.
3: Are you are you feeling like you're you're kind of where you want to be now? Are you looking for more growth or or maybe less growth? Um, I think you know right now we're
5: we're seeing you know kind of a, a renewal and building up here. And so I said I think um, things are heading in the right direction, positive. We were stagnant for a while, but um, construction's picked up. As you can see, there's a lot of growth in the entire area. A lot of second homeowners. Um the baby boomer generation is looking for second properties, and this is a popular destination now. You're seeing a lot of growth from the winter park um in this direction and um I think we have over twenty homes right now that are in currently different phases of construction here. It's probably the most significant um growth that we've seen in one year yeah uh, in many years.
3: I was there last Labor Day weekend, and I saw it on the course yesterday homes that I didn't see a year ago, That's so correct, absolutely right, uh, yeah, I know you got a tea time. Coming after yes, pretty <laughs> soon. So we're going to cut you loose, but thanks for sharing a little time and sharing your story with us. Sure, no problem. Really nice to meet
5: you guys, and uh, you have a great day, too. Well, it's great
3: to meet an actual rocket scientist. I don't think uh, I ever <laughs> had <have. laughs> yeah. That's a first for for Jerry and a first for T.D. Green. Okay. Thank, yeah. thank you. That's Bill now member and owner, homeowner, here in the Grand Elk community. We're in Granby, Colorado. Jay and Jerry, this is T.D. Green. Mike Ritter joining us next from Grandel Clubhouse.
0: It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book?
4: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491.
7: Call now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do?
0: 800-932-1749 932 1749
3: That's 800-932-1749 News, interviews, and fun With emphasis on the fun part For everyone interested in golf That's what we do every Sunday right here on Tita Green, the golf show. Scott Cuddy in master control. I'm Jay Ritchie and Jerry Evans with us. We're in Granby, Colorado, the Grand Alk Golf Course. We're sitting in the clubhouse of the Grand Al Golf Course. Beautiful clubhouse, right? Uh, beautiful grill area. And uh, it, it couldn't get any better than what we've uh, experienced so far this weekend since coming up from Colorado Springs yesterday morning. That's exactly right. The sun is out here shining. Uh, on everybody out on the golf course, and we've got people arriving, and uh, they're going to be getting out on their tee times and whatnot. But uh, it is just fabulous. I mean, this is absolutely wonderful. And I tell you, I've grown up in Colorado, and so I've seen a lot of mountains and, and whatnot. But uh, the, the mountain range around here, and like it's like a 360-degree view, as, yeah. as Bill, uh, the, whole, the whole camp had mentioned. It's it's fantastic. I mean, you see a view of the mountains everywhere you play. You can't miss it, that's for sure, in every direction. And uh, the reason we are here in uh, Granby this weekend is because of the guy sitting right across from us. He is the head professional here, and we came up last year. I came up Labor Day weekend and was hosted by Mike Ritter and his crew here, his great staff. And uh, we pulled up yesterday in the parking lot. We weren't here like two minutes. And, and here comes one of the, one of the guys to, uh, to assist us and help us, ask, asking us if we needed a ride uh, from the parking lot into the uh, clubhouse area, put our, put our clubs on the cart, called them in for us, and we've been treated like kings ever since. Mike Ritter sitting across the table from us right now. Mike, good to see you again. Good to see you. Thanks for coming up the hill. You guys do a fantastic job here. here. Kudos to you and the staff. Thank you very much. We're we're
6: lucky. We've got a good, great crew this year. We've been happy to come back. You've been here a while. I have. Uh started originally in 2003 here at Grand Elk. And it's kind of like the Hotel California with you. You can check out but never leave, right? You left and you, <laughs> came, you came back. As a lot of people say, I moved to Grand County originally for the winters, and I stayed for the summers. So. That's so good. It's the best place in the world in the summertime.
3: That's a good line. When you were gone. You, you, you were here, you left, and then you came back. Yeah,
6: I yeah, uh, during the recession, when the management company came in and they were going in a direction that they had to go in, but it wasn't wasn't quite what I wanted. So I went down to Heather Ridge for a while and down in Aurora, and uh, um, but I was very happy when the homeowners bought the course in 2013. Came back shortly after that, and it's great to be back. They asked you to come back, right? They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
3: that's good. Um, you are you you're here as the head professional. This course was a,
6: wasn't it a private course when it first opened? It was always um, semi-private. It was always, um, the original agreement with the town of Granby was that it would be open to the public. Um, It is certainly in the last, since the homeowners bought it, the membership is growing steadily and uh, and this summer even more rapidly. Um, So it's getting a little more of a feel of a private club we have. uh, Aside from the great golf, we've got lots of social events going on. We've got a very active social committee that's got, people in the community busy you know, seven days a week, practically. They're, they're doing a wonderful job. And it's open to the public, isn't it? It is open to the public, yeah. Yeah, it's,
3: it's kind of evolved into, uh, it's, at least the feel I get, it's
6: evolved into the centerpiece of, of the town of Granby. Uh, we think so. <laughs> yeah. I know, for sure. Um, you know, we have lots of, I, I would say, a third of our golfers are local Grand County golfers, a third are the members, and uh, maybe and a third of as is, is, uh, people visiting from other parts of the state and, and all around the world, I gave a lesson yesterday to a girl who just moved here from Switzerland. She did amazing. Oh wow!
3: And yeah, we we played. We were paired up with a, a, a two some uh, gentlemen from Greeley, Colorado, and another gentleman from Steamboat Springs. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Which which kind of covers both you know both ends of the state. Really. It does. It does. And then we're from Colorado Springs. Now, for those people that don't know. Uh, who came up with the original idea to to
6: build the course? Uh, you know, the originators of it. Uh, there was a development group um, that uh, you know put together the idea. That actually, there was they were the second development group. Somebody had started some very early development. I don't know very much about that one, but uh, um, Grand Elk LLC was the uh, the original developer, and uh, we're victims of a little bit of bad timing. The kind of launch was right after nine eleven, so that. Obviously, things were a little quiet, and in the recession in 2008, 2009, um, real estate just wasn't being bought, you know, built and sold and so forth. So, so they went under. A couple of years, a couple of years later, the uh, homeowners bought the course, and that's really that's changed the whole picture. It's brought real stability to it. Um, we've had some phenomenal growth that since, 2000, since 2013. Rounds have grown 40% um, over that time. Um, we have a solid base because of the. All the homeowners are members. They pay part of their HOA to support the golf course, and it's um, it just keeps getting better. just keeps getting better.
3: Has anybody kind of copied what you guys are doing here?
6: Did you know? Uh, uh, you know, know I ro- ironically, Heather Ridge, the homeowners own Heather Ridge, which I also worked <laughs> at, um, but not as actively there. It's um, a the metro district, and, and they bought Heather Ridge just to basically keep it as a golf course so that it didn't turn into so that was a big reason the homeowners bought the course was they wanted to preserve the golf course.
3: I posted on our, our TD Green Facebook page a couple of days ago that we were coming up here, and I got a reply from somebody who said, and I mentioned there was Craig Stadler, who was the golf course designer, of course, played on the PGA Tour, won the Masters, was famous, one of the best nicknames in sports. They called him the Walrus. Uh, and somebody posted, I didn't know that Craig Stadler designed golf courses.
6: Uh, he he, did, he worked with Trip Davis was the lead architect, or architect, architect. Architecture. Yeah, that's the word. Um, and uh, and Craig worked with him and did a number. Of, came up a number of times and, and helped Trip um, uh, both with the concept and the and specific the courses. Uh, Trip and Craig called it a Heathland style course. So we're not a lynch course. We don't have an ocean, but it's it's very Scottish in style. Um, so they they thought of it as um, like the courses in Scotland that are in their mountains in Scotland, the, in the moors and the, with the mm-hmm. heather and the gorse and all that. Yeah. And um, as a matter of fact, there a couple of years ago there was a picture of Glen Eagles on the cover of one of the golf magazines, and I was like, "What's Elk doing on the cover? <laughs> How do we do that?" Um, it really looks like a, very similar to uh, to Glen Eagles from what I what I've seen of it. I think we dropped a ball on them more out there. Yeah, several. <laughs> a link
3: course without an ocean. I like that description. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that really does that really does fit, fit well. Were you here when they were building the course?
6: Uh, no. I, it actually opened in the fall of 2002, and I started here in the spring of two, uh, two, uh, 2003. Yeah. Does uh, Craig Stadler come back much? Uh, he hasn't been up in a while. He's, um, he was He was here in the early days. He was here pretty regularly. We had a... Uh, Long running charity tournament with him um, that was for uh, Open Fairways, which I think is now a defunct program. But uh, we raised $60,000 one year for for Open Fairways out of, you know, out of our little golf course in the mountains. Yeah, that's amazing. I was wondering, uh, did his son Kevin, uh, was he affiliated with the or Kevin has a course record, shot 63 from the Black Tees, and uh, as far as I know, nobody's come close to that in a while. 63 from the back, of the black tees, the back tees. And his buddy said he missed some putts. So. Oh, my
3: gosh. <laughs> I mean, we didn't threaten that yet. You I know. No. Well, maybe by the third hole we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw it with Justin Thomas shot a 61, and I told Jerry that was my score for about five holes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Come on. Uh, Mike Ritter, with us, the head professional here at Grand Out. You, you mentioned, that, and we talked about the, the the change when the homeowners took over, forty percent increase in playable rounds since two thousand thirteen. That's got to be. A, uh, I don't know if anybody in the country can claim that. Uh,
6: it, it, I look, looked at the numbers. Oh, not too long ago, and, and when I came, when I realized that, I was like, that's a, I mean, that's an incredible increase over those over those years. The um, you know there was a time when the. Before the homeowners bought the course and so forth, when conditions had deteriorated a little bit on the course, and there wasn't a lot of money being spent, and that wasn't anybody's fault. They're just the person who had the course at that time, or people who had the course at that time, didn't really want to necessarily be in the golf business. Um, so, you know, like I said, the homeowners stepping up and buying the places has made they've made huge capital investment, and we did. That. We got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of new maintenance equipment this year. They have renovated. Thing is Of course, conditions are back where they were when it was in its prime, and, and you saw it yesterday. It's beautiful out there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you do also had an increase in membership as well. We have steady growth, and then this year, there. are whether it was one house built or no houses built and um, we've got all kinds of new members coming in and I think one of the great things is they're excited about the fact that this is a golf course community um, and are choosing it because of that so we've got they're very active and excited to get going and um, it's great to see all the new faces and try to remember all the new names funny how a membership in, in
3: rounds play. members, I mean, it's not really that far of a drive if you come, like, from Denver or or anywhere in and around the uh, the mountain areas of Colorado, Uh, even people who come down from Wyoming and whatnot, I mean, this really isn't all that far of a drive to come
6: down and play a beautiful course. It's the best thing. Grand County, I've been there in Grand County since 1982, and it still amazes me how... Um, much of a surprise this is to some people who've lived in Colorado or on the front, you know, somewhere on the front range or the Springs or something. You know, they're like, oh, "Wow, I had no idea this was what, what was up here." And it, um, to me, it still has, even though there's been a lot of growth in the last couple of years in Winter Park and, and here in Grammy, it still has, um, you know, small town feel to it. Yeah, uh, you go to some of the other places in the mountains, and there's traffic lights every 10 feet you know that's not true here and i think that that's the big appeal to this whole area right here and it
3: separates you from summit county and some of the other better known golf destinations in colorado we're, we're coming up on a break here and we're going to keep mike around and pick it up after the break with mike litter he's that professional here at grand elk we are live from grand Alk in granby colorado jay and jerry and this is key to green
2: Losing hair sucks, and two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. And fear not, The licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention? Starts at only $10 a month. If you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor and to hide under hats. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. And for a limited time, receive your first month of Keeps free by going to keeps.com fish. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash fish.
1: The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. I've
3: been golfing 52 weeks a year and loving it. It's what we do every Sunday here on Key to Green, the golf show. We're talking golf. Today, on a road trip weekend, we are in Grand County, the town of Grandby, Colorado. We're about three hours from Colorado Springs, about 90 miles, 90 minutes west northwest of Denver. If you're familiar with the, the Colorado geography a little bit, we're in the Colorado high country. Grandby, the largest town in Grand County, elevation 8,000 feet. Some of the other cities in Grand County include Winter Park, Fraser Hot Sulfur Springs Grand is also home of the Grand Elk Golf Course. That's where we are today. Grand Elk opened in two thousand two, Trip Davis, Craig Stadler designed the course and the head professional here is Mike Ritter. We continue our conversation with Mike. Mike, when you came back after the homeowners took it over and hired you back to run this place in what around two thousand thirteen I guess it was, you you came you came in and looked at it and you mentioned it was they were kind of in trouble. They really didn't develop a foothold.
6: You know, what did you see as some of the top priorities to to turn this place around? I think there were two. Um, Jay, the first one was getting the golf course back in the in the great condition that it had been in the early days. Um, I, I think you guys probably noticed yesterday, and I'm pleased to say again. You walk out, you walk out to your ball on the fairway, assuming you hit it in the fairway, and it's just it's just sitting up there, just going. Go ahead, hit me. Yeah, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Um, and the greens, uh, the greens are, are terrific again. They're, they're smooth and they roll well and um, there's a lot of undulation in these greens, kind of going along with that Scottish theme. Um, so we don't want to get them too fast. but uh, So getting the golf course back in shape was a big part of it. And then the other thing I think was really starting to um, reestablish and enhance the sense of community and club that uh, had that made Grandout so popular in the, in the early days. And, uh, for instance, on Saturday and Sunday mornings, members only until 9.30. And eventually, over time, that will, that will increase a little bit, but... Uh, you know, they really this this place is theirs on those mornings. They play in three hours, three and a half hours, um, and get on with the you know have the whole rest of the day to enjoy the mountains and the beautiful scenery and the lakes and all the other stuff there is to do up there. So those are the two big things. Well, you wanted to reach out to the community, obviously, and, and entice people to come here, but
3: you're also trying to reach out to a number of people who live in Denver, Wyoming, where wherever. Uh, what about the uh, other uh, locations in the United States? Do you find that there are people that are Contacting you and saying, hey, you know, we want to come there and spend a weekend
6: or maybe a, a week or so in this area of Colorado. We do, and part of the reason for that is, that obviously, I'm uh, you know biased and think Grand Grandawk is the place, but there are four courses up here in Grand County, all within well, half an hour. At the farthest they are apart. We're kind of in the middle. We've got Pole Creek 15 minutes from us, and Grand Lake 25 minutes from us, and Granby Ranch across the street. And we work together in an organization called Grand Links, and it's a It's a marketing uh, consortium to promote Grand County as a destination. You can come up here and play four courses in two days or three days, however, however many holes a day you want to play, and so forth. And uh, you know, we're relatively compared to some of the other non-communities, the golf is incredibly affordable. All four courses are very different, and they're all terrific. And um, it makes a great bachelor's getaway. Uh, You know, midweek midweek pricing and availability is terrific. so we get we've seen a big increase in that business working together we're at the Golf Expo together and uh, and do some advertising together and so forth. And like I say, I still think it's kind of an undiscovered thing that, oh wow, I can have a whole golf week here and have a great time. And because of the ski area Winter Park, plenty of lodging and places to stay, right? Uh there, there are um the and then that's getting better too. Um there, there are now some. You know, for a long time, Winter Park was all kind of little lodges and and so forth, and and that's grow, all that's growing. So it's all, it's all getting better for people who are looking to come and have a great vacation. We
3: mentioned eight thousand feet. How do you keep a golf course in such great shape
6: at eight thousand feet elevation? The guys work really hard out there. <laughs> um, you know, it. The, the, yeah, the season's short, and and you have some temperature extremes. You know, we had a little bit of frost this morning. But it's also a really – I think the superintendents would tell you up here would tell you that it's a really clean environment. We don't have issues like places in Florida or places with high humidity have or, or the crazy dryness of the desert courses and so forth. It's Once it gets gone, once the sun's out and things warm up and stuff, grass grass is pretty healthy up here. Yeah. When, what is your season? When did you open? When do you plan to close? The last four years since I – well, since I've tracked um, we have open in April every month, which is, we're, the, we're usually the first to open. We're a little lower than some of the other courses up here, and uh, and we try to get open as soon as we can. So it was April 22nd, April 22nd, April 12th la- last year, and this year we had a lot of snow. It was a little bit later. We were open on April 24th. Yeah, you're going to? Uh, at least mid-October. And if the weather is cooperative, we'll go closer to the end of October.
3: How's your summer been?
6: Uh, good. Well. May and June were a little, were not spectacular because, frankly, it snowed until June 23rd. It was kind of that <laughs> way all over Colorado. Yeah, right? ever, I know everybody had a rough May and June, but uh, July and August have been really strong. Now, uh, when the season is over, uh, the people that are working here, do they go to a different job? or do it... We have some full-time staff. Because the, the grill is open through the winter, so the grill is open. Last year was Thursday through Sunday. The grill was open and so forth, so that staff stays on. And then um, a lot of people have... Winter jobs, ski areas—you know the ski areas and, and other uh, other businesses in the community—and um, we've had pretty good retention. We've had a lot of people return over the years. Yeah.
3: A lot of places uh, in recent years have have put more focus on
6: the off season the, and staying an open year-round. Do you, are you doing that here too? Yeah, oh, and also the hot tubs open during the winter too, so that that's the members love that. So, um, he, and the social, like I said, we talked about the social committee, the the social agenda. Um, during the wintertime, that's what they really focus on, is having an events and, um, both here and, and out, you know, hiking and snowshoeing and, um, out in Grand County. Um, so there's, it's getting, that's one of the things that I think is best about it is the sense of community and the sense of people, uh, playing together is, is really growing besides just golf. You yeah. do host, uh, some charity events, right? We do. And, and we've got a couple coming up that, uh, that I'm excited about and would like to tell people a because these are open to the public. We have lots of we have member tournaments, of course, that are for members and guests, but we have a couple of good fundraisers coming up. Thursday, August 29th, we have a fundraiser for the food banks of Grand County, which is a really important um, fundraiser for me because there's, there's nothing better than raising raising money for the food banks because they do a great job in the community of helping the people who need that. That's on that Thursday the 29th at one thirty and information on our website about that. And then on Sunday, September 16th, uh, Paul Robertson was a member here for a number of years and was really instrumental in helping when the homeowners bought it, helping with the marketing and, and the planning to to revive the golf course. And he unfortunately passed away a little over a year ago. And is a the fundraiser for the Grand County Search and Rescue, which is another incredible organization in this county. I mean, they go out there and literally put their lives on the line to, to go out and find people who are lost yeah. and hurt and so forth. And they've done hear some of the stories from these guys on search and rescue and paul was a, a big part of that um it's amazing the volunteer you know, the selflessness of the volunteerism. so um hopefully people can come and join us for that and then for, uh, for a fun thing it's kind of our season closing thing is the chili open which is on saturday september 28th that's a 10 o'clock shotgun. it's two person scramble it's a little competitive um and uh, it's also it's, we also have a chili contest. I was going to say is that C H I L I or C H I L L Y? It's both. <laughs> that sounds
3: good. We might have to come back up. I was, I was thinking that same yeah. thing. Yeah. And I wonder why. Yeah. You know, something else. Right? Last year when I was here, we forgot to talk about
6: this, but it's a big deal. Golf board. We have golf boards. Yep, we've got four of the golf boards in it. Um, if people haven't seen it. Yeah, explain that. It's. Um, kind of like a big, looks like kind of like a snowboard and it has a handlebar and you um, put your golf bag on it and you can surf the course. And the um, best thing to do is probably go to golfboard.com and you can see that, um, some footage of it. It's a great way to play. I've used them at least a dozen times and uh, it's just a totally different experience. And even if you hit a bad shot, you go, well, at least I get to get back on my golf board. So it is not a total loss. So that's a fun way to You would probably killed yourself on this yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I would have had a lot better situation. Uh, you can't use these like during the winter, at right? <laughs> no, no. no, What I love about it is people go out kind of holding on tight and so forth. They come back by the, after nine holes they're they're just, cruising. Cruising. <laughs> and, and have a great time.
3: So, and there aren't too many golf courses that offer
6: these. aren't There are a number in yeah. Colorado, but there are not a lot in the mountains. I think, that, as far as I know, Sun and Mountain may be the only one that. that uh, yeah. uh. The so you rent it just like you would a golf cart? Yeah, exactly. we do. We do. You have to do a little video training and fill out a liability waiver, of course. In this day and age, and yeah. we do a little training with you here, and off you go.
3: That's this is a perfect course for something like that, too. Uh, I agree with you. My gosh, I wish we would have done that yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> or at least tried it. up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. go out in the parking lot when
6: we're done. <laughs> and uh, you got the club championship coming up too. Do we you? do it next weekend? Yep. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's uh, that's always a big
3: deal at any at any course. The 40% increase in rounds
6: played, the the growth in membership, looks like everything's heading in a good direction for you guys. It is. It is. um, Having, you know, kind of been through the recession and so forth, and, and, you know, people people like Bill, who've been here for a long time, um, you know, they love this place. And uh, for them to take take on the challenge and take on the, you know, maybe risk of, of buying the golf course themselves, it says a lot about how much people enjoy this, and how much people people care about the place. So we want to mention the Grand Links one more time. You're part of that with Pole Creek, Granby
3: Ranch, which is right across the street, and there's a Grand Lake, Grand Lake Golf, Grand Lake Golf Course
6: is the other one. And uh, you, you, how, what sort of co-op, uh, co-op do you have going there with us? Well, like I said, we go to the golf expo. We have a eight, one booth at the golf expo that we exhibit. Again, the message being. This is, this is a destination. It's not just a series, a series of individual golf courses, and it's all different ownership. It's Grand Lake and Polk Creek are um, rec districts, and um, Grandview Ranch is also privately owned. So we all have a little different missions. But um, uh, you know, somebody can call me or one of the other courses, and we'll help book B times through the throughout the three four days that they're here um, at the Golf Expo. We also give out a, a book that gives you discounts um, when you come up to play and play. You know, plan a plan a two, three, four day trip. and You'll have a great time.
3: Yeah. So you're eighteen holes. Grand Lake is eighteen.
6: Grandview Ranch across the
3: street is eighteen. Paul has got three eighteen hole courses. So you've twenty seven holes. Twenty seven.
6: Yes. Okay. Yes. So you've got uh, you've got pretty good variety there. Absolutely. Yeah. And as I said before, they are all different golf courses. I mean, there's um, no two of them are really alike. It's all different. They all have a different character. Yeah. And with all the construction
3: going on, I'm sure that uh, that's going to be greatly enhanced when you see the people that are going to move here. I'm sure you're going to see even more growth. I think so, too. I think so, too. All righty. We are just about out of time, but uh, we want to thank you again for having us up, for showing us a great time, and uh, for the great job you you and your staff do here at Grandel. Kudos from Peter Green. Thanks, Thanks for coming up. I just like Mike Ritter, he's a head professional here at Grand Elk, and uh, we're not quite done yet because uh, going on this week, the BMW Championship, they're playing that in Medina. It's the last event before the Tour Championship next week, and only the final 30 in the FedEx Cup standings are going to move on to the Tour Championship. The, the ladies are off this week with the Champions Tour. It's playing the uh, Dick's Sporting Goods Open up in Endicott, New York. So it's a lot of exciting action in the world of golf, and we'll talk about that big round that was played yesterday. Uh, we'll mention that. And I guess the, the big drama is can Tiger make it to the championship match. We'll also discuss that as well. Yeah, let's take a look at what's happening on tour when we come back to Grand Alp. This is T to Green, Jay and Jerry. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf, not quite done yet, as we are live at Grand Elk Golf Course in Granby, Colorado. Time to take a quick look at what's going on on tour this week, of course. Champions Tour, Enjoy Golf Course, or Enjoy Golf Course in Endicott, New York. And a couple of guys at the top of the leaderboard that you probably never heard of uh, Champions Tour rookie Doug Barron is at 10 under par. David McKenzie tied with Scott McCarran and Marco Dawson uh, next at 9-under par. And then uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez, Duffy Waldorf, Jay Haas, 8-under. Uh, good group at 6-under. Bernard Longer, Fred Couples, Colin Montgomery, where Goose Goosen four shots back. They had to suspend play yesterday because of some bad weather. With a few players still on the course, they'll pick it up and finish up the rest of the tournament today. And of course, the BMW Championship, Medina in Medina, Illinois. The top thirty in the FedEx Cup standings after this event go to the Tour Championship next week in Atlanta. Justin Thomas shot a sixty-one yesterday. He's a twenty-one under, six shots ahead of Tony Finau and Patrick Cantlay. The big question: Who's going to make that top thirty? And uh, we'll find out today, Tiger Woods trying to get in there. He's Right now he's in 31st place. He has to finish 11th or better to make the top 30, and that'll get a lot of the attention today. But it really will, and uh, they were talking about it last night, uh, thinking that Tiger's probably going to have to shoot about a 65, no worse than a 66 today if he plans on making that top 30. Uh... Echelon. They moved their cheat times up too because there's the threat of some bad weather heading into uh, the Medina area. So uh, the action on NBC later today. Yeah, oh, we got to deal with the weather, you know. <laughs> we have had awesome. We have had such a great time. We hate to leave, but hopefully they'll invite us back here next year. Well, absolutely, this has been great uh, up here at uh, Grand Elk uh, in Granby, Colorado, and we certainly invite anybody who's listening or uh, in and around the world, and all around, in the country. Come on up here. You will absolutely have the greatest time you can imagine. The website is com. GrandAlf, part of the Grand Links here in Granby. And our thanks to General Manager Larry Burks, Head Pro Mike Ritter, who we heard from, and Bill Holcomb, Holden, Holden, rather, a member and homeowner here in the GrandAlf community, for joining us on the show today. We're back at the Broadmoor next week. Thank you for joining us today. And thanks to Scott Cuddy and Master Control for Jerry and Jay. Till next time, hit them long. Hit them straight. But why should
0: I try to resist when, baby, I
3: know so well I've got you.